If you're an adventurer, there's one place that you absolutely have to shop. There is, because there's this place called Mototomic, and they have the gas can hoodie, which when you put it on, it feels like a hug. And if you're a true adventure rider, you know that some days don't go as planned and you need a hug. But not only the gas can hoodie, Mototomic has other things too. Like what, Cappy? Like beanies, cups, stickers, t-shirts, and probably my favorite dry bag. That orange dry bag is badass. It is. Mototomic.com. Link in the description. So, Chappie, I got a confession to make. Confess to me. I've been talking to our buddy from B-Moto, Paco Pete. You know B-Moto, that shop that does really cool stuff like... Off-road performance engines and suspensions. They even can Cerakote with ceramic finishes. So the outside is just as strong as the inside. Which is awesome and brings me to my confession, Cody Proof Certification. Because Paco Pete told me they're going to take care of my engine and Cody Proof it. That's something that not too many places can say. No, definitely not. I would just suggest go over to bmoto.com and check it out. They've got some pictures of what they do. Bootiche.com. Link in the description of the podcast. Yes, because it's hard to spell, but they do good work. You may be shunned when you go anywhere now. <laughs> shunned, yes. Oh, you know that fucking two wheels and a dent guy? Oh, God. <laughs> go away. <laughs> Doesn't he make old men wear bras? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody asked me the other day, you know, what's the, you know, is there a, a big immigration problem? And I said, well, not the one you think. I said, the biggest immigration <laughs> issue we have is people coming in from Ohio and Missouri. I said, Jesus, stay home, people. We don't need any more, uh, you know, uh, actors trying to uh, trying to hit it big. Uh, well, guys. <laughs> they do. They do uh, end up being good servers at the uh, yeah. coffee house. <laughs> That's true. They do. I'm not kidding you, man. Maybe. I got served. I got served by a guy at well, a local don't tell joint. Tell us about getting served. Oh shit! I'm sorry. <laughs> served, not serviced. That's a different okay. thing altogether. Um, I got served by this guy who did the perfect Al Pacino. I'm not kidding you. He's <laughs> he was the perfect Al Pacino, and it went on for the entire time we were there. It was amazing. <laughs> That's beautiful. Can't get a job, so I'll act at work. There you go. Why not? It yeah. happens. Because anyway, I go to so. the, the local gas station, and we got this little, not little, he's probably in his mid-20s, early 30s, and he'll just come out each day with a different, like, one day he's Irish. Got the Irish, <laughs> talks the whole time. Irish. The next day you go in, he's like, got a Spanglish accent, just changes it every day. I mean, it's entertaining. That's kind of cool. I mean, yeah. I always admire people that can do the different dialects and accents from around the world. Well, you ought to take me to Mexico and see how that goes, buddy. <laughs> you and I, the three of us would end up in some sort of a Mexican prison. I, I don't think I would travel outside of the country with Cody. Why? Why? <laughs> because I want to be able to get home. I don't want to end up in, what does that I mean, end up in some hole somewhere. What does yeah. that mean? <laughs> I think he made that perfect. You were on your best uh, behavior with your wife, but when you're not with her, 
Uh, yeah, when I'm not I, with her, I'm a model yeah. citizen. Ask Chris, I have a, he knows. Mm-hmm. I I'm have a sure. feeling if we went to Mexico, uh, oh, the three boy. of us would end up in some little hole somewhere. If you didn't we'd, take me and Chris to- would be here and yeah, we'd be hearing <laughs> Cody screaming from the next room. Ah! <laughs> if you hadn't taken Amber to uh, to Canada, there's a good chance you wouldn't would not have made it back. That is that is true. That's pretty sure she's the only reason <laughs> that you made that it back. That's line. <laughs> yeah, exactly. she definitely she, she definitely makes me want to be my better half. So <laughs> better self. Go in the outhouse. We're going to talk about the moto community and the freedom that motorcycles. It, it's like the gift that keeps on giving as long as you're in that, you know, as long as you're in that community, you know, the, mm-hmm. the motorcycle community gives back to its, its members, uh, constantly. It is and amazing. Yeah. The, the freedom that you, you feel and you get, it's a, a gift that you can only experience by riding a motorcycle. So. Here yeah. with our last episode coming out close to Christmas, that could be like we're uh, wrapping it up with Mister Hollywood. Good Lord, I'm all I'm everybody's Christmas present. Good Lord, you're all in a lot of trouble. Woo. Yep, that's <laughs> well, I don't for know the, if I would. You're for the naughty people. Word it that way. <laughs> you're going to be a busy man. You you better hurry and get it in before you do what you told us. <laughs> oh goodness! Well. I'll tell you from my end of it, you know, it, it started, you know, back when I was a kid and, you know, that freedom that comes along with, you know, when you get your first bicycle and and then you're allowed to sort of, you know, venture out beyond your neighborhood. And, um, you know, then you get a little further along and here comes that motorized thing <laughs> and i remember mine was uh, an old briggs and stratton uh mini bike you know that barely ran and but it was it was everything <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> you're yeah, just pulling on that thing. little rubber thing yeah it's probably <laughs> why i needed rotator cuff surgery later on in life but probably had nothing to do with the video no <laughs> but i uh you know, it was just that, that freedom, you know, that opportunity to venture even further away. And then you start meeting people that do the same thing. And, you know, they used to, there used to be an old joke and everybody would say it was a certain kind of crazy, you know, that you had to be to get on these things. And, uh, I remember just recently I was listening to a comedian who was talking about a motorcycle and he said, um, if you had to explain a motorcycle to somebody that had never seen one before in their entire life, they would look at you like you were insane. This thing that will fall over if it, you know, if you slow down and <laughs> can't stand up by itself, and you know all these other remarkable things about the motorcycle. And I no uh, seatbelt, no cage, <laughs> yeah, no nothing, you know. And I just there, you know, I, I think back to that, and there is there is a certain kind of crazy that connects us all. But I. Uh, you know, I think back to all the the amazing moments I've had on motorcycles and uh, the amazing people I've met, you know, you two guys that I'm faced with right now, uh, you know, and see the adventures that you guys have gone on and, and uh, you know, getting an opportunity to do my big thing with uh, with Cody and, you know, reaching out to him and 
thinking, oh, God, he pr- probably thinks I'm some Russian guy in a basement somewhere. Uh, you know, trying to get his credit card information. <laughs> well, if I never you were asking him to card. grab your big thing, he probably thought you were a little crazy. <laughs> right. Well, he worded it differently. He said, grab my big 790. <laughs> and the that's temptress. how he hooked me in. The temptress. So is that point seven point nine zero inches or something? No, no, no. That's, that's not how I took it. <laughs> And I didn't take it either. Oh, wait. So it's not how you took it. Wait, wait a minute. Did you take it in the tent? I'm a pitcher, not a catcher. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yep. We just got fucking canceled. Cody pitched his tent. (laughs) Well, took the 7.9. All truth be told, while Chris was sleeping. I might well, good night, break out my good night, folks. It's been a great podcast. Wipe Hope y'all have a nice bike. evening. <laughs> I had to wipe his bike off a few times during the night. Oh, for goodness sakes. I was just drooling. It's not. I had my I clothes know. on. <laughs> well, Maydell is, is here safe, by the way. A quick update on her. She is, um, she is, is, uh, in the midst of some work or I, I'm, uh, got her the top end off. I know that's another, you know, another Ooh. thing there, but shirtless. I, I had, yeah, well, uh, time for valves, valve adjustments and a number of other things. So getting I'll her ready right over. for, yeah. Cause, uh, uh, John or who I like to call a uh, chief three ribs is, uh, him and I are leaving. <laughs> You'll get that one, right? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Mister Mister, I can fracture three ribs and still ride a hundred miles. Um, him and I and Rob are leaving uh, on the sixteenth. Uh, so this Friday, uh, we're heading out for four days in uh, Ocotillo Wells, which is down south uh, near the San Diego area. And um, John wants to ride some sand out there. I don't know why. Apparently, as I oh, learned his God. lesson, <laughs> will you put a governor on his bike, please? <laughs> so you you're taking the husky or oh well that's news yeah that's Do news uh, the, the husky is no longer with us it's no longer in the stable Whoa. uh yeah i got a really good opportunity to to let that one go uh they they're they're paying more for these bikes than i paid for it when i bought it brand new wow. and um that's just our used market right now. And so I was able to parlay that into another situation. And I've got a big, uh, got a big Harley in the garage. Now I bought a 2019, uh, FLH, uh, it's a dresser. And, uh, so it's got 20,000 miles on it. Uh, original miles, one owner, great bike, fantastic. But like every Harley David said, it's never the way you want it. So you bring it back, you put it in the garage, you dismantle everything and start putting all the stuff on it that you want. It's, it's a beautiful bike, Chris, but I, I'm going to say this for everybody to hear now. You know what's <laughs> coming. But every time I call him, he tells me he's working on the Harley and I have not said a damn word about, <laughs> about hmm. How come you're always working on it, not fucking riding it? <laughs> well, that's true, I, but I but I think that lends itself to what I what I was just commenting on is that the Harleys are never the way you want them. Uh, you know, this is why they're they're customizing is always uh, much more involved than uh, than just riding the bike. And uh, there was a number of things I wanted to do. Do I took the tour pack off and put a small backrest on for Ginger? And uh, so uh, much more amenable for her 
but uh, it's a great bike. I love it. Uh, I do miss the uh, the Husky definitely. I, I miss I miss how nimble that bike was uh, and how easy it was to throw it around. But it really just means that I have to get better on Maydell. Uh, you know, uh, the, after after the accident, obviously, it took a few months to sort of you know put my body back together again, and then it took another couple of months to put my head back together again. Yeah, yeah, um, it's hard to, to get know. back on the horse, as they say. Right. And that's actually where the whole community thing comes in, because it really was great being able to talk to you, Cody, uh, and, and you as well, Chappie. I mean, I know that we all spent time, you know, chatting a little bit about it. And when you talk to your buddies, you know, uh, that community, it keeps you inspired. And, uh, you know, and your your buddies will just tell you flat out, you know, quit crying and get back on the motorcycle and start riding. And, you know, for for as long as I've been on a motorcycle my whole life, uh it's still tough, you know, it, it's, it's really a, a tough thing to, you know, to square up in your mind. I know guys that can crash all day long, man. They just get back on their motorcycles. But I think another they're part young. of it is, yeah, they're young. Most of them are younger. Yeah. And you're absolutely right, Chappie. I mean, I, you know, as you age, obviously a lot of things happen, you know, physically, mentally, but emotionally there's that, there's that whole you're always right. Excuse me. You're always riding with your family. You're always riding with your kids. You're always riding with those responsibilities and those obligations that are back home. And that's a, that, that's tough. You know, when you, when you really want to throw down, when you really want to wick on that throttle and get moving all of a sudden, there it is right in front of you. And it's, it's not uh, debilitating, but it is a sort of a fear because you have that respect for um, if you do go down, uh, you're not going to bounce back up or your your sore leg is not going to be better in two days. It's going to take two weeks because, right. you know, you're, you're past that age point where things just magically go away. Yeah, some people yeah. call it being a pussy, but I, I look <laughs> at it as like it's kind of a check, you know, like so you check yourself because – I don't know, most of the community I would think might agree, but uh, sometimes in my head I'm still, you know, 16-year-old, young, dumb, full of cum, whatever they used to say. Uh, <laughs> but in reality, you know, I'm pushing 50. So, you know, seeing in your head your wife, your kid, your dog, or your job, or whatever it is, sometimes brings you back to maybe you go in the middle between 16 and 50 mentally or something. At least that's that's what I try to do. <laughs> I agree with you. You know, I um, but I think it uh, a lot of it has to do with enjoying the process as as well. You know, as you age, you really you realize that it's not necessary to go a million miles an hour. You know, for instance, Cody, you and I when we were out in the Valley of the Gods, for instance, I remember your comment was. Uh, was why don't you guys slow down? You know, you're missing all of this stuff. And that echoed in my head for a long time after that ride. And I thought, you know something? I can tell people I rode through the Valley of the Gods, but I can't tell anybody what it looks like because I skipped through there in 20 minutes. <laughs> and yeah. you, you did so, fly, which was fun, but you got a point. Well, like, it's nice to take in what you're, you got to experience it. Yeah. And that's a, a good warning to the moto community. When you go riding with people, don't try and keep up. Somebody wants to fly. You got to run at your pace. 
Very true. Ride. We we have a we have a saying out here uh, that I'm sure it's everywhere in our community, which is "ride your own ride." Uh, yeah. You know, I I live at the base of a very it's not, popular. Not as, it's easier to say than do because oh, yeah. you know you, you get a bunch of guys together and one guy goes tearing off and it just it's like it can be infectious. It's yeah, really hard. To a, what say, do they call it? Group think all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's pride. You know, comes out. Yeah. You know, it, it's pride, obviously, and it's just us guys. It's what we do. You know, I mean, it's chasing the guy in front of us. And I live at the base of a very popular canyon. It's Highway 39 that runs all the way up uh, over to Crystal Lake and goes over. It used to go over to the other side of the hill to Wrightwood, California, which is a beautiful destination that we have. And is there a camp on that lake? Camp yes, Crystal absolutely. Lake. Yes, camp there Crystal is. Lake. Jason Hoping you guys get out here <laughs> for that one, but um, we it, every weekend, uh, you know, there's a report on unfortunately a motorcyclist either crashing or what happened to me was um, I was up there on Thanksgiving. Uh, I took the Harley out for a ride and went up to Crystal Lake, and because uh, I was trying to trying to shake her down for with a couple of things, I'd, I'd done some suspension work to it, and. Uh, headed up to the top it was beautiful it was 40 degrees there was a bit of snow on the ground it was just beautiful and i'd gone up early enough to where i was ahead of all of the other ding dongs you know that go up there to race around and the guys have the tuner cars they go up there and it's can get kind of wild so we come down and the uh i'm very close to the bottom and the back the traffic just backs up stops we're all in line Finally, after about 30 minutes, uh, an officer comes walking uh, down the row of people and tells us what happened, that a motorcyclist was killed, unfortunately. And, um, you know, it, I, like you guys, as a lifelong writer, you you don't really ever get used to hearing those words, you know, no. it, 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 and yet we're sort of desensitized a little bit because of our, of our time on these things. Um, and, you know, any loss of life is is terrible, but it happened up there, and we had to sit in line for for some time until they routed us around through this neighborhood. They had to open; it was a private neighborhood, and they finally got the gates open so they could route us around through it. And as we went through, came back out to the main road, and I looked to the left, and here was this guy laying on the ground. The motorcycle was smashed up in a million pieces, and the real the the hard thing to see there was as I made the right turn, I looked to my, to my right. And there were two guys that had their full set of leathers on. These guys were all decked out. You know, they looked like professional GP racers and they both got their head in their hands, you know, and they, they just, you know, they, they just were emotionally broken over what had happened. And yeah. so I, I pulled over, I pulled over and my buddy pulled over with me, um, and parked our bikes and walked over to them and said to those two guys, uh, and I said, listen, I just want to let you guys know that that we're a part of your family and that, you know, you guys need anything. Uh, it, you know, we, we live close and what have you. So you let me know if I go get my pickup truck or whatever, anything I can do to help you guys. And that's that's the community. And, you know, that's what we all love and live for and and but at the same time 
we have to be so cognizant that 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 uh, danger is so so present so ever present uh you know whenever we go out whether it's the dirt or the uh the, the streets i tell everybody slow down a little bit and uh take in the sights because you want to be able to do that over and over and over again because you know, exactly. I'm gonna, I, my plan is to ride until I'm too old to hold the damn thing up. <laughs> yeah, that's and that's kind of how I got to where I was too. Is just thinking, you know, I enjoy this, and yeah, sometimes I get a little. I don't know if it's crazy or stupid, whatever. But I <laughs> I try and do stuff relative. Expert sections my, at night. Yeah, that was kind of stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you uh know, I, fully like, loaded following little that dirt was bikes. total peer pressure i was going for a sponsorship okay so that uh-huh. was game on right there but <laughs> but no uh try to be at gat you know all gear all the time and just it's not really a, a fear thing but a respect thing and and i want to do it for as long as i can so you know it might take me a little longer to get ready to ride a dirt bike because i throw on two knee braces Sometimes I get some shit for it, some teasing. I don't care if it means I can ride for five more years, six more years, seven more years. Make fun of me all you want. I don't give a shit, man, because I'm here to have fun. And, you know, well, hospitals make for good videos. Um, They're not very (laughs) good. Yeah, I guess. I uh, I don't know Um, if I agree with that. It it makes for good clickbait, I guess, but. No, if I, I may mean, say, seeing your buddy in a hospital is never cool, man. So no, it isn't. But I'd rather see him in a hospital than on the side of the road, face down, for yeah, sure. Definitely, yeah. you know. Oh yeah. Uh, if I it, something comes to mind, and it's as much as this is an individual thing, you know, we're on our motorcycles, and it's us and that bike, and we have to wrangle that thing. We've got to. We've got to. We've got to ask it nicely to do the things that we want it to do because we all learn as we get older. You can't force the motorcycle to do anything. You got to ask it nicely. Um, as individual as that is, I think that's what, for me at least, makes it so incredible is that it is that, but on the other side of the coin, it's all of this. It's us. It's people sitting around talking about these things. You know, I was having a conversation with a buddy the other night. We were talking about our dream motorcycles. And for me, it's like I've told you before, it's that old Kawasaki. I want that 74 Kawasaki H1. I want a triple in my driveway someday. The two-stroke? Oh, you betcha. Yes, sir. (laughs) My uncle had one of those. Oh, I've I've owned two over the last 40 years of my life. I I want another one for sure. But, you know, we just, we locked in on this conversation and just went off, went off. And it just went on and on and on and on until finally Ginger had to walk outside and wrangle me. She had to throw a rope over me and drag me back in the house. After an hour and a half. (laughs) Yeah. You got a million things to do today. Our wives are familiar with this process. We need to lasso them. They're talking about motorcycles again. Fuck, I'm not going to see them all night. <laughs> you know, yeah, and it, that seems to happen a lot with the the podcast as well. Like, we'll start recording and we have an idea for a topic, and like we're 20 minutes in, and it's like, oh shit, we've covered everything we can cover, and then all of a sudden, do you something you snaps Chelsea? and it goes right. this way and it goes that way, and next thing you know, it's like, holy shit, we got to get out of here. It's been an hour and 20. Do you remember at first I was like. 
there's no way we're doing a half hour every week, chap. We, we, we can't do that. That's insane. We can't get it. We can't I was keep like it worried under 40 about, minutes. I know. <laughs> we, we push two hours now. <laughs> Depending. Yeah. I mean, the, the longest session we've had, uh, Tim James, we talked to him for like 45 minutes, recorded before. for two hours, and then talked to him for like another hour after. And it's just, it's like... The, the whole, right to your point, Chris, it's like you start talking about the subject of motorcycles and the community and it just, yeah. everybody's got a story and your story reminds Cody of a story, reminds me of a story and just, it just keeps going around in the circle and just, yeah, it's, it's totally amazing. They're the, they're the finest people I've ever met. You know, they really are. I mean, we need I, more it, of us. Yeah. You know, and it's good to see that young people are coming into this. Uh, you know, um, I was reading an article, a fascinating article about young people and driving in general and talking about how auto manufacturers are not really making manual transmissions anymore because young people have no desire to do that type of thing. But it's actually the opposite when it comes to motorcycles. Young people are fascinated by motorcycles. I think like they've always been for generations. But it's good to see that they're coming into it. You know, I'll be honest with you. I've never been a big fan of social media. But one of the things that I enjoy about it is, again, that community being able to, to you know, to make contact with other people in the community and just see what other people are doing. Now, in all honesty, some of it's kind of foolish. If I see another guy wheeling a uh, an eight hundred and fifty pound Flip. bagger, you know, up and down the city streets, I'm going to lose my mind. Just stop doing that kind of stuff, okay? I mean, I'm I'm glad that you're a, a young and up and coming stunt man, but you know, go do it somewhere else. <laughs> um, yeah, it's but, all well and good till they run over some kid or family. Uh, yeah. That- was crossing the street because they're going too fast. I mean, and that, exactly. People don't think and about that stuff. That's we got to rein them in. Well, yeah, and there's too much of that. And obviously, social media is a big reason for that. Everybody's doing something for the likes and for the thumbs up and all this other stuff. And I get it. But real motorcyclists, people that are committed and that are dedicated to this, that's a wonderful community of people. I mean, I have there's a couple that lives two blocks over from me. Um, and he is, he is, I think, 80 or 81, and his wife is in, I think she's 75. They both still ride. He has a gold wing, and she, he bought her a trike. Uh, they are both on top of their wow. game, and they ride every week, these two. Now, they don't put the kind of mileage in that they used to, but their whole mm-hmm. marriage is based on two wheels. Those two have been everywhere i'm not kidding you wow. man his his gold wing he sold he sold his last one it had over two hundred thousand miles on that bike those are my heroes yeah you and know. that's what they do and they're the sweetest people they call me every now and then because uh, bless his heart he had a uh, his motorcycle ramp the um He's got one of those Harbor Freight ramps, you know, the oh, big yeah. ones you can get for five or 600 bucks. Uh, the ram finally went bad on it. He calls me up and he says, I know you're pretty good with tools, kid. He calls me kid. <laughs> and he says, I know, I know you're pretty good with tools, kid. He said, can you come over here and fix this thing? And of course, 
you know, you know me, never one to say no. So I, uh, I went over there and hung out with him and you see this guy's garage. If it's, if it's motorcycle, it's hanging on his wall. And it's so inspiring to see people like that. He can tell you stories from all over this country. You know, he wrote, he wrote all the way to Rhode Island and, you know, back through Laconia and, you know, I, he says to me one time, he says, Chris, I'll guarantee you I'm the only guy that's ever ridden a gold wing to Sturgis. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it, it's a, it really is a fantastic community of people. You know, people step up and they, you know, I, I, I've never met people like this in any other sector of my life. You know, I've been a, I've been a carpenter my entire life. I've been hammering nails since I was 19 years old and I, I've never met people anywhere like I've met in the motorcycle community. Uh, you know, you, you drop what you're doing and you go save a brother, save a sister. That's just I what agree. you do. And that's kind of how I grew up with that mentality. I don't know why, I don't know where I got it. I don't, whatever, but that's, I'm just going to sound off for the hell of it, but that's what's driving me so nuts with what's going on, say, in the world. And I'm not talking politics. I'm just saying in general people, like, as humans, we're a community. And then, yes, there's niches or tribe, whatever you want to call it. But I don't care if you're on a Harley, if you're on a freaking, what was that group, Devo, you know, the pedal yeah, uh, right. Pedal motorcycle, whatever they used to call the moped. You oh. know, if you're in trouble on the side of the road, I don't care what color, sex, uh, CC you're on. If I'm in a spot, I can now I'm pulling over. I'm going to try, you know, get your ride or give you the phone to call or, you know, whatever. And I just feel like we're missing that as a, I don't want to say country or just in general. It's not like just this country. We- it's, it's, uh, it's the world. The world has become uh, so in a rush. I got to get everywhere. I wait till the last minute to leave and there's no sure. time to pull over for anybody. And mm-hmm. quite frankly, I mean, the, it's not everybody, but you know, a lot of the people that you run into, whether it's in the supermarket or wherever, they cut you off and stuff because it's all about me. I'm yeah. the most important person in this world, mm-hmm. but you know, nothing is ever my fault. If I do something wrong, oh, well, it's not my fault. It's, you know, your that fault. Goes that goes the old I, saying, I, I uh, made a mistake. When I was a teenager, I had this buddy. He, he was an okay buddy, but this drove me nuts. He would always say, you know, when you're pointing one finger at somebody, you've got three or four pointing right back at yourself. Well, that's true. Which, I mean, the first time I heard it was, you know, kind of a a point, but yeah, that was kind of his call sign. (laughs) But yeah, it it just, and it has nothing to do with age either. I mean, I've met some younger people that have the same values that we do because that's what was instilled by their parents and they didn't buy into the bullshit that's being taught. Yeah. But then there's plenty of kids or even adults out there that feel that the world is that somebody owes them something, you know, yeah. that they don't have to work for it. Well, I, no, no doubt that, no doubt that things have changed. I mean, we could sit here and talk for another hour yeah. or two. About I'm not trying to sus- bitch. I'm just trying to say like, we need more of us to come together. And yeah, as a motorcycle well, we community in general, I think we just naturally kind of do that. So 
I know it can be done. That's what drives me nuts when I see people just like I'll, you know, somebody will walk over somebody to get out an exit earlier or something. Let's let's help each other out, people. I think that society in general can take a cue from the motorcycle community and the way that we treat our fellow brothers and sisters. And I think you spoke to it perfectly, whether you're on a moped or you're on an 850-pound Harley-Davidson or anything in between. You, you, you have us. You deserve our respect. You deserve our time. You deserve our effort. And, you know, I don't want to get all woo-woo or anything, but I can just tell you that that being in that community has made me a better person. You know, it has. Uh, you know, and I've we've all been, you know, we've all had some tough stretches, tough times, you know, everybody. Right. Um, but it uh, it drags you back. You know, it drags you back every single time. I've I've been in and out of it my whole life, but when it when I'm in it, uh, and when I say in and out of it, I shouldn't. Let me clarify that. You're always in it. Headspace wise, you're always yeah. there. You're a member of that community. But let's face it, we all go through times uh, in our lives where maybe a motorcycle isn't the priority. You know, yeah. uh, you know. I went through. I was married to a woman for for a while who didn't understand that. And, uh, and I wanted to make, wanted to make her happy. So I was willing to garage the motorcycle and not think about it. Well, what does that, what does that ultimately do? You thought about it. (laughs) Well, I did in private. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, but, you know, it's, uh, it, it, it really has made me a better person. It really has. I'm the best version of myself when I'm on my motorcycle, you know, a, a quick story, and I may have told it before, but I'll tell a, a quick version of it. My friend Rob, who you know, Cody, mm-hmm. uh, you've seen him. Uh, Rob and I met as a result of a motorcycle accident. Uh, him and I, uh, we met up at, strangely enough, at Crystal Lake. We were up there, and uh, here comes this guy on this old beat up KLR, and this thing looks like it's got a bazillion miles on it. But man, one thing oh, I couldn't no, I, I couldn't help but notice, he took his helmet off and he had the biggest shit-eating grin on his face I had ever seen. <laughs> and I walked That's over. What it's about. I walked over to him and I just I just walked right up to him and I said, "Hey, my name's Chris." And he said, "Hey, I'm Rob." And I said, uh, uh, "Let me buy you a cup of coffee. Let's go talk motorcycles." And he said, "Great." And that was literally how it it started. And, uh, I had, uh, Jerry with me, obviously, you know, Jerry. And, uh, so we, we sat and talked motorcycles, talked KLRs, all sorts of things. We were there for an hour before we realized that the sun was setting. We had to get the hell off this mountain. And so on our way back, um, Rob says, well, Hey, let's, let's take the backside of this mountain. It's a, it's a nice challenging ride, lots of, uh, S curves and what have you. So really a fun ride. And I said, yeah, let's go for it. I was riding the 790 and, uh, he, uh, comes into a tight turn about 15 miles an hour turn. And, um, all of a sudden here's some kid in a, in a little Honda civic who had crossed the yellow line uh-huh. and was headed, was headed right for Rob. And, um, I had my GoPro on the whole nine yards and Rob had the presence of mind to stand this motorcycle up and missed the guy. And I mean, 
just missed him like a peg's width missed from this guy clipping him. But as a result of standing it up, the turn was so tight, he started to run off the road. Now, at this particular turn, there's a concrete culvert that was oh. in that turn. He's headed for this thing. He then has the presence of mind to throttle this thing, a little bit of clutch, and just yanked on the front handlebars and got the front end up over the, the, the culvert, but tacoed the rear wheel on the culvert. <laughs> he goes over the handlebars, lands in the dirt. He's a little shaken up. He's got some scratches on him and what have you. So because it was a tube inside this old rim, he was able to ride it a couple of miles down the road, but the back end was just jumping up and down, bouncing like crazy. Good God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. It was hilarious. So the end result is, is that I, I pulled him over on the side of the road and I said, you wait here. Jerry and I are going to run down to my place. We'll run all the way back to my house. We'll grab my truck and trailer and come back up and get you. Came back up an hour later, got him up there, brought him down, took him over to his buddy's house, which was John, and um, and dropped off the motorcycle. That was the beginning of our friendship right there. That was the beginning. The and broken been, hip social club? The broken hip and ride, the broken hip riding and social club. <laughs> yeah, because we've all been there. But you know, my point, my point being is that that's what you do. You know, I don't think there's anybody in this community that wouldn't feel that way and wouldn't do that stuff. And that's just, you know, again, that's what makes it beautiful and amazing. And right. you know, and I just I'll shut up now. That's it. <laughs> yeah, and I I just want to say our I, quarter ran out on Chris. So there, you got any more quarters? <laughs> there's going to be bad apples in every community. So, you know, you can you can nitpick or cherry pick, you know. Yeah, it's kind of any any kind of things that you've run into motorcyclists that were pricks and maybe you just caught them on a bad day. But what we're talking about is the motorcyclists uh helping each other and yeah guess, and even complete strangers you know yeah but as a motorcyclist if you know that uh you're gonna buy something and you know that there's a business that's owned by a motorcyclist aren't you more inclined to visit that business instead of one that you think is owned by just an average person i definitely am and i'm becoming more yeah. so that way at first, it was kind of by accident, but now it's more of a cognitive choice. I think, like you know, support the community and right. Community I'm listening to you guys. Is, Give me. I'm listening. Hold on. <laughs> wait a minute. You 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 have a Harley in your garage, and you're wearing a Patagonia hat. I just noticed this. I'm a little slow. <laughs> um, That's a little yes. brand confusion a, here, buddy. Well, so is now wait Patagonia a minute. Patagonia like a. Uh, Clothes company, yeah, it's uh, like, it is. Uh, they yeah. make puffy vests. They do. Uh, they make rich fuckers. No, I'm kidding. They I'm make. Kidding. They make puffy puffy vests for what? So it's not just for rich people because I have one too. So. <laughs> they make some. Listen, if you're a moto camper, a moto camper, Patagonia is a great company. They make stuff that packs down very nicely, very tight, and uh, it's great. And they have cool Warm. hats. So yes, okay, the, well, to the folks over at Patagonia. Yeah. 
I love your stuff. There you go. Here, let me try this. See, Let's do this real I, I, quick. I don't have any of their stuff because Moto Camp Nerd doesn't sell it. Oh, uh, oh! <laughs> I'm staying out of that. Here, let's do this. If the pe- if the folks at Patagonia, match. if the folks at Patagonia are listening right now, may I personally recommend you listen to Throttled Adventures? Okay, yes. you give them a call. Give them a call, and let's let's work out something here. I can be the intermediate if you like. I can, can moderate this conversation. You better okay. call you're going to be our answer. Yeah, so Chris is our new sponsor finder. <laughs> Sweet, we need some. <laughs> That's me, fellers. <laughs> um, so back to what you were saying, because I was so lost in my phone for a second. Would to to visit a more motorcycle centric place. Was that the question or people that own a motorcycle yeah, well, shop or well, no, if, uh, well, like Moto Camp Nerd, for example, uh, he is a motorcyclist, motorcyclist. and hmm. wouldn't you be more inclined to buy from somebody like that rather than say REI? Well, of course I would. What 1000%. I mean, don't get me wrong. Big fan of REI, but I'm a huge small business supporter. I, I run one myself. And so absolutely I would, you know, I've purchased from him and I will continue uh, to purchase from him. Uh, always, always more interested in helping out the little guys. Always Caveat. That, you will always continue to purchase from Moto Camp Nerd as long as they're associated with throttled adventures. Oh, these are the droids you are looking for. Okay. These are the droids you are looking for. Wow. I feel like there's some extortion or blackmailing oh, going yeah, on there. Boy. That was supposed to be subliminal. <laughs> Wait, say that work. word again. Subliminal. Oh, yes. That's a- <laughs> subliminal. Okay. Cody was yes, just I eating can a black licorice. Licorice. <laughs> licorice. Oh, the French version. Yes. I've heard that one. She costs more. <laughs> Gentlemen, here's she to the two of you. So. Cheers. <coughs> cheers. Yeah, we'll take that cheers because you are going to end right here the uh, two years of full Throttled Adventures episodes. Yes. You, you are the, you're the closing uh, picture or whatever, closing guest. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. What? What? <laughs> You cannot. Picture. You're the closer. No, you can, we started you cannot this with pitchers and catchers. We don't want to end with it. <laughs> you cannot end on this. You cannot. Okay. Well, it just say <laughs> as of the recording of this uh, yesterday, our 104th episode came out. That's two years worth of episodes, and then there's Fantastic. one more that, as you're listening to this, the Tim Collins episode was last week. And then this is the final episode of season two. Chris, Hollywood, Fantastic. Negan, Rippy. <laughs> now, let me say this real quick. What's going on here? Six. Okay. And so, by the way, he's not the Hollywood in the fucking book. Okay. Everybody keeps asking book? me this. <laughs> All right. So, what book? There's a girl, an adventure girl, who wrote a book about her adventures on motorcycles. And she was dating a, she called him Hollywood. So. When Mm-mm. I talk about Hollywood to people, some of them ask me, is that the Hollywood in the book? I'm on, no, this is the real Hollywood. 
The real deal. Oh, this is Cody's Hollywood. <laughs> oh, the boy. one that okay. serves them up 7.9. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, so. <laughs> we're gonna... On Christmas episode, you got me saying the Lord's yeah. name in vain. You yeah, better nothing cut that out. <laughs> All right, so we're going to do we're gonna do a little something here. Ready? Mother Mary. You guys Mary. ready? You guys amenable to this? You got to go with me on this. All right. All right, here we go. Going. We're going to reverse the roles for a moment or two. I'm not fucking catching. I, I, so wait knock a minute. it off, Hold on. bro. Now, I'm the <laughs> I'm the host, and you're the guest. Oh boy. Oh no. This is how we're okay. gonna end let's, this. Oh boy. Let's try this. All right, we're gonna try this. Here we go. If we're gonna right. do this, uh, you got to pay the bills at the end. I will. <laughs> I'll send you a check. Checks in the mail. Checks in the mail. <laughs> I just meant. I just meant the, all the sponsor stuff. <laughs> I'll let you handle that. <laughs> All right. We're here oh, with Chappie and Cody. These are the two amazing guys that are in charge of Throttled Adventures, a podcast that you absolutely have to listen to. And I'm telling you, so go do it. But guys, after 105 episodes, tell us what's that like. Tell us, how does that make you feel? How What's the experience been like? Let's start with you, Chappie. Uh, God, it's... It's hard to it's hard for me to express, you know, all the all the work that we've done in these 2 years and how far we've grown. I mean, uh I don't know if anybody's seen the the things that we posted up from Spotify which Spotify gets half the listens that Apple does right now. So the numbers that were at Spotify, they're like 20% of our listens, Apple is 40%. So combined, they're like 60%. And we've grown 830 or something percent over this year. And it just, it, oh, it's just amazing. It, yeah, it's mind boggling. And it it's all thanks to the the listeners and the people that support us, the people in Discord. The community too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, right back to the basic thought behind this whole episode, the community. Uh, They've given me and Cody the freedom to come on here and, you know, needle each other and have fun. I mean, it's fun. It's, it's been fun. Good. Cody, how about you? What's what's your takeaway from the last two years? The last two years, uh, it's kind of a shock to me. I'm still kind of in shock. But I think Chappie nailed it where he said uh, it's about the community, first of all. And uh, it's been fun, too, because I'm the type of person, I guarantee, if it doesn't involve some sort of fun, at least, yeah, I, I wouldn't have made it for two years. So, um, But I'm just honored and humbled that people even let us invade their ear holes. Crazy fuckers. But... Uh, <laughs> I am grateful, and and the coolest part to me is getting to know Chappie, getting to know you, getting to know the community, like the people. Uh, that's what makes it real, because other than that, I'm just talking to myself on a freaking microphone, which, you know, I'm guilty of doing sometimes. But, um, well, I can- It's meeting people like you, you know, over the podcast or in real life and, and stuff. It, it's just amazing. So it is, I guess to sum it up, it has 
help fill up my life cup, you know, um, from an antisocial who wouldn't venture out of the house a few years back. And now I feel like I've got friends all over the place now. It's, it's just amazing. So it's been a cool ride. Well, that's great. Well, I can tell you that from your, and I'll self-proclaimed number one fan, that uh, I don't miss episodes. <laughs> I uh, I listen to every single one of them. I enjoy all of them. I love hearing the the interviews that you guys do. You guys ask some incredible questions uh, of, of these uh, guests that you have. Um, I love the banter back and forth between the two of you. Uh, in my mind, you guys are a perfect mix, uh, you know, uh, and, you know, it's been, uh, it's been a, a, a fun run for uh, myself, at least listening. And I'm sure it has been for everybody else out there. So uh, I'll speak for the whole community and say that we're grateful for, for the two of you, uh, you know, just coming on and, and, and bringing, what's the word I'm looking for? You're, 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 you're shining a light on this community, on, on motorcycles and the people that, make up this amazing community. And so we're grateful for it and keep it going. Let's do this again uh, at the end of year three. <laughs> wow. That's three years in a row. Yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> no, we, we appreciate you. We're your number one fan. Everybody okay, that's roll, listening, we're your number one fan. You guys are back in control. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the sponsorship, so we're in control. Oh. Well, yeah, I, I just uh, want to piggyback on that, uh, that uh, having the community that we have, if people weren't listening, we wouldn't be doing this still, because if there was only like five downloads a week, we'd be like saying, well, what the hell do we want to do that for? Yeah, I'd probably be more addicted to bike porn or something if yeah, we didn't have to do this every week. We'd be back, back at the, you know, the texts and calls, which we do anyway. But yeah, yeah. This is just more, this is more, uh, I almost want to call it semi-civil way to uh, have our conversations. Yeah, and, <laughs> you know, the, we've got some great ideas and plans coming for season three to make things a little bit different and hopefully everybody enjoys it. Uh, some Most of them definitely. have been, yeah, questions and stuff from discord, but uh, we all look forward to it. Excited to see what, uh, what next year brings for you guys and, and is in store for us because oh, you know, remember you've we're, got some we're the ones story. hanging you on every word. Know it. <laughs> I've got Hopefully video proof fun. that you're coming back to do the Utah BDR. <laughs> oh, I'm coming back. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the plan. Uh, actually, I've got, if you if you want to hear it, um, I have got some plans for next year. Obviously going to spend a lot more time on the motorcycle. This last year hasn't been uh, the most exciting one. Uh, we've had a lot going on here, family-wise, house, and a lot of other things, you know, and as I'm sure you guys understand. Life. Yeah, life. But, yeah, I had bad year riding as well. Yeah, so you know, it's uh, next year. I've got definitely got some plans. My uh, my first one is to get back out to Utah because I have a score to settle out there, uh, and just to come and hang out with my buddy. That's uh, you know, even if we just put it around town for a few days, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm good with that too. Whatever you're down for, buddy. 
And uh, and then I think we're gonna we're gonna try to put something together uh, with another uh, BDR. Not exactly sure which one, but Cody, you'll get the phone call, and uh, and then uh, we'll come up, and pick you up in a trailer, and we'll go somewhere. <laughs> They're coming to take me away, haha! They're coming to take me away. <laughs> We are. I'd like to get some of the California under my belt, except I, what my plan is to do it from the north end back down south. Hey, guess what? It hmm. is under my belt. California? Yeah, you're south of me. Oh, I'm in that's Utah. True. You're down south. So that's right. So the belt. plan is to to uh, get everybody up to um, up to the Alabama hills and then ride south back down here. Wait it's a minute. Still in California. Wait, wait a minute. Still in California. We went from California to Alabama. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. We are we did. Are we trailering <laughs> yes, the whole goddamn way or what? Because <laughs> that's a far cry from California, IA. That's right. IA. <laughs> you know, they say I'm the best kisser in the whole county. <laughs> Squeal like huh. a pig. Who told you that? <laughs> My <Squeal>. daddy. <laughs> I thought you were oh, going to say your sister. Oh, oh no. Boy. Oh, no. I'm signing out now. I don't know how no, many lists we just jumped on. That's, but I can't hey, remember Billy Bob, that. if we get a divorce, will I still be your sister? <laughs> <laughs> what movie was that from? Though? I think oh, it was no. that National was, Lampoon's. Uh, <laughs> I think that was uh, uh, a Hustler cartoon. <laughs> what? <laughs> you only read oh, it for the articles. Man. man. Hustler, there's something I oh I miss those yeah. days. <laughs> but anyway, so head up head up north towards Mammoth Lakes, uh Benson, uh up there in that area, and turn around and be able to come back down south. I think that'll be the, the better I think way that to sounds do it. fun as long as it doesn't go by Crystal Lake, because that place sounds like a fucking Jason Voorhees movie. And every time you go oh, to it Crystal is. Lake, some shit happens. Oh, dude, you have no idea. It is total Jason Voorhees. <laughs> I'm going to go camp there and I'll bring my machete and a uh, mask and just run around. The camp. You know what? Because I, my machete. <laughs> you know, we have the like original Rocher. Just so you know, we have the original El Machete down here. I know you do, but every time I go to a concert, I see his picture on the taco stand. So, <laughs> uh. and you know what? From what I hear, the picture's a lot taller than he really is. Uh, I can tell you that because he's a bigger I, than life character and you know, I love him in the movies and stuff, but I heard he's short, I guess he is. He just seems very much big, so, you know, bigger than yes. life, he, I guess he, he's hmm. not a big man. We see him quite often actually when we're down off of uh sunset. Cause I work down in that area quite a bit. And uh, so he's often there often being uh, followed by an awful lot of people uh, looking to get uh, free tacos and autographs. <laughs> Hey, I'm all for free tacos, man. Come on. <laughs> One so the plan is to get a lot more writing in next year. A lot more writing. So right. starting yes. January 1, uh, there's going to be some definite plans for sure. Because I'm healthy and I'm ready to go. Did you hear that, honey? On January Sounds 1, good. I have to be down in California. Is, is that not what he Ma said. <laughs> he said there's going to be a lot more writing starting January 1. <laughs> He so, did not say that you. Cody needs to be in California on January first. I'm the backup. Okay, I'm I'm the <laughs> I'm sitting in the what do they call it? batter up? You know, in, in the dugout on waiting. deck circle on deck. Yeah, on, I'm on deck. deck. 
If yeah. you don't start seven nine, I'm in the batter up one, circle. It's my job to start it for you. All right, uh, question, question uh, for you, Mac. Did you have you sent the photo, the lightsaber photo, to Chappie? Um, which photo are we referring to? The three musketeers <laughs> with the lightsabers. <laughs> uh, that is that is my. Uh, that would be a actually. Uh, this is a bad example, it but it is my it is my screensaver. Is it? <laughs> God damn it! But I, I will send it to him. It's a little better here, but we've got Uncle Ronnie and Chris. If I turn it sideways, it will work. But yeah, I'll send it to you. <laughs> we all went and joined the force. And I told, oh, we can't get into that. Never mind. We'll tell you later next year. <laughs> Is that when the it statute was... of limitations runs out? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got to check with our homeless lawyer buddy down there at the shelter. But <laughs> I told you not to believe him. Hey, Chris, did I tell you what I did when I was in California? Mm. Looked for a new homeless it was before we met you. We went we went to the um uh what is it? Universal Studios, yeah. Uh-huh. They take you on this we got on the bus tour because I was fucking tired. <laughs> and I wanted to ride. But they kick you off the bus and you had to walk for a little while. And they take you by and for Halloween they had uh basically this house that's like Bates Hotel. And they had a guy playing Norman out there, right? Norman Bates. Oh, yeah. And as we walked by, I shouted this thing that I probably could have got arrested for now that I think about it, but I'm not there anymore. So I said, oh, my God, why is everybody over there taking their picture with California's governor? Because he looked like, <laughs> I won't say any names, but <laughs> oh, <laughs> he looked like call- him. And I was like, why the hell would they want a picture with governor whatever? <laughs> Do you know what we call him here? We call what? him Governor Governor Gruesome. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say the Fuhrer. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. No, no, I don't know. It is what know. it is. It is what it is. That's right. why we ride motorcycles, so we can be alone with our thoughts and around our buddies. <laughs> All right. So just want to let everybody pee. know that uh, you can use a discount code throttled ADV to save over on mototomic.com. And get yourself some hoodies, t-shirts, hats, bags. Uh, they have great dry bags, and they make good gifts as well. I'm shopping as we speak. Ooh, baby. <laughs> so I'm going to take advantage of that code. Yes. Yes. Many, many people that uh, listen to the podcast have all chimed in that they love the sweatshirt. If they've gotten one, it is very comfortable. Is my favorite. It's, it's the hug favorite. you always need. Yeah, I'm getting the heavy duty one. Ooh, baby, heavy duty. Yeah, don't you guys? There, there's two of them available, right? The over two at, hoodies over at Mototomic. No, 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 no. You know, you, the you guys, the throttled adventures hoodies. Ooh. Oh, I thought you. Might. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting that one. Oh, you should. <laughs> yeah. I think I you should get the underoos too. <laughs> yeah. Next I, year we're putting out underoos. You remember those? I, oh, <laughs> you guys are going to do underoos? <laughs> no. Yeah. Well. Oh, Chappy, come on. 
I'm totally down for it because when I was five years old, my mom got remarried, and apparently, I don't recall this, but apparently, I was in a tux or whatever, and I had some Minnesota Vikings underoos, and I just decided that the whole wedding needed to see me show them my Minnesota Viking underoos or some shit. All right, I think this needs to be a question uh, uh, posted on Discord. Should no. we have throttled adventures under ruse? Actually, I don't want to be that close that to all of your all junk. <laughs> I'll answer that off the air. So you can also you can also use that discount code throttled ADV over at Moto Camp Nerd, uh, where you can get any camping gear that you should need on your journeys on your motorcycle. Uh, yes. yes. Yes, or if you get kicked out of your house. I mean, it yeah, works then, he, too. <laughs> he packs his store with a small, lightweight, durable, packing, durable high-quality stuff that uh, you're going to need on your trips. Everything yeah. is, yeah, everything is high-quality, and uh, he is a motorcycle-owned business. Just Also, like you're going to need the Throttle Adventure discount code because quality costs money, okay? I'm going to tell you straight like it is. Subliminal messaging. That's right. Buy from Moto Camp Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Buy from Moto Tomic. And then and use if- my address for the shipping address. <laughs> <laughs> Just also, buy from these people. It's good yeah, stuff. If you, if you need to get any work done on your motorcycle over the winter... Uh, suspension work, engine work. You can reach out to the guys over at bootyche.com. They will Cody proof your yes. motorcycle. I guarantee it. Paul is a certified engine and motorcycle technician. He is a certified race tech suspension technician. And they also do coating, which keeps your stuff clean and looking shiny new. It's pretty cool. I hadn't heard of any motorcycle shop doing serial coating other than him. I mean, I used to, when I was into uh, firearms and such, uh, they serial coat those, but never a motorcycle. So brilliant. Oh, I would like to ask, let's do our, uh, to send everybody off. Let's ask Alexa how to spell that one word. What word? You'll need to unlock your iPhone first. What the fuck? Why is going the hell on is here? your phone? I was <laughs> wondering. I thought it was. I thought it was Hollywood. So did no. I. Uh, no, I got hands my hands right here. Yeah, yeah. Put them up, buddy. I need to know where those things are. Well, here it is. Here it is. Let me. So, are what you, are we asking, Alexa? How do you spell masturbate? She can't hear you. Well, I'm say it then. wearing headphones. Wait, should I ask mine? All right, are you ready? Yeah. So uh, before we do that, we should tell everybody thank you for two years. Uh, we hope you enjoy your holidays. Merry Christmas, Merry Kwanzaa, whatever holiday happy you Hanukkah. celebrate. Hanukkah. Um, happy holidays. Motorcycle day, whatever it is. Motorcycle Day will catch you on the flip side in 2023. So I remember uh, where to come home to. 
You guys are freaking awesome. <laughs> Alexa, how do you spell masturbate? I'd rather not answer that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Same thing it says at my house.